Today is lesson 51. It is the beginning of a review section. So when we get back from acknowledging our sponsor, we will start by reading the review introduction and then we'll get into the lesson. We'll be right back. And we're back. Beginning with today, we will have a series of review periods. Each of them will cover five of the ideas already presented, starting with the first and ending with the 50th. There will be a few short comments after each of the ideas which, should, which you should consider in your review. In the practice periods, the exercises should be done as follows. Begin the day by reading the five ideas with the comments included. Thereafter, it is not necessary to follow any particular order in considering them, though each one should be practiced at least once. Devote two minutes or more to each practice period, thinking about the idea and the related comments after reading them over. Do this as often as possible during the day. If any one of the five ideas appeals to you more than the others, concentrate on that one. At the end of the day, however, be sure to review all of them once more. It is not necessary to cover the comments that follow each idea, either literally or thoroughly, in the practice periods. Try, rather, to emphasize the central point and think about it as part of your review of the idea to which it relates. After you have read the idea and the related comments, the exercises should be done with your eyes closed and when you are alone in a quiet place if possible. This is emphasized for practice periods at your stage of learning. It will be necessary, however, that you learn to require no special settings in which to apply what you have learned. You will need your learning most in situations that appear to be upsetting rather than in those that already seem to be calm and quiet. The purpose of your learning is to enable you to bring the quiet with you and to heal distress and turmoil. This is not done by avoiding them and seeking a haven of isolation for yourself. You will, let lear- you will yet learn that peace is part of you and requires only that you be there to embrace any situation in which you are. And finally, you will learn that there is no limit to where you are so that your peace is everywhere as you are. You will note that for review purposes, some of the ideas are not given in quite their, their original form. Use them as they are given here. It is not necessary to return to the original statements, nor to apply the ideas as was suggested then. We are now emphasizing the relationship among the first 50 ideas that we have covered, and the cohesiveness of the thought system to which they are leading you. I like the idea that the purpose of the review is to recognize the relationship between all the ideas. As we go through and we read the idea for the day and we ponder it and get something from it, then we go on to the next day. And it's very easy to just do each lesson for the day and not relate it back to the lesson before or the lesson before that or the lesson before that. So I feel that this is a very important piece and understanding also the cohesiveness of the thought system to which the lessons are leading us. So here we go with lesson 51. 
First idea, number one. It says, nothing I see means anything. The reason this is so is that I see nothing, and nothing has no meaning. It is necessary that I recognize this, that I may learn to see. What I think I see now is taking the place of vision. I must let it go by realizing it has no meaning, so that the vision may take its place. Number two, I have given what I see all the meaning it has for me. I have judged everything I look upon, and it is this and only this I see. This is not vision. It is merely an illusion of reality because my judgments have been made quite apart from reality. I am willing to recognize the lack of validity in my judgments because I want to see. My judgments have hurt me, and I do not want to see according to them. Number three, I do not understand anything I see. How could I understand what I see when I have judged it amiss? What I see is the projection of my own errors of thought. I do not understand what I see because it is not understandable. There is no sense in trying to understand it, but there is every reason to let it go and make room for what can be seen and understood and loved. I can exchange what I see now for this merely by being willing to do so. Is not this a better choice than the one I made before? Number four. These thoughts do not mean anything. The thoughts of which I am aware do not mean anything because I am trying to think without God. What I call my thoughts are not my real thoughts. My real thoughts are the thoughts I think with God. I am not aware of them because I have made my thoughts to take their place. I am willing to recognize that my thoughts do not mean anything and to let them go. I choose to have them replaced by what they were intended to replace. My thoughts are meaningless, but all creation lies in the thoughts I think with God. Number five, I am never upset for the reason I think. I am never upset for the reason I think because I am constantly trying to justify my thoughts. I am constantly trying to make them true. I make all things my enemies so that my anger is justified and my attacks are warranted. I have not realized how much I have misused everything I see by assigning this role to it. I have done this to defend a thought system that has hurt me and that I no longer want. I am willing to let it go. Nothing I see means anything. I have given what I see all the meaning it has for me. I do not understand anything I see. These thoughts do not mean anything. I am never upset for the reason I think. As you are going through your practice sessions today, notice the correlation of all the ideas. There is a common thread that runs through. Find that thread that pulls the pieces together. Today, I wish you a day of connection. Many blessings. Namaste.